So, Angela, have you found our final guest for this episode? I certainly have. <gasps> oh my God, tell me. It's an angel, isn't it? It's got to be an angel. Uh, well, some could say this person's a bit of an angel. Uh, what? I thought you had all these like heavenly connections. Well, for this episode, Angela has been tasked to invite one of our lucky listeners who has been on this journey with us, who has been following us. And And are you telling me that heaven don't listen? Well, I don't know. Do they have Spotify? All the demons in hell are listening. They, They love it. Really? Well, actually, most of them tell me they're listening because they have quite a lot of crushes on you, Angela. Oh, dear. Yeah, you're quite the pin-up girl in hell, you know. Even Suman's got some admirers down there. Oh, no, in hell. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. Um, well, um, hopefully they can take something good away and do some good in the world. So, Angela, about this special guest for today, who is it? This is an incredibly talented individual, particularly in the area of music. Quite an accomplished musician. It's definitely Drake. Also, quite the tech wizard. Ooh. Very, very accomplished in the world of technology. Is which the Dyson guy? Uh, oh, that'd be an interesting guess, but no. And I think you'll both be very, very excited to know... That our guest, I'm just going to uh, let me do my tech thing and... Just let him in, let him in the room. We've got Stephen Fry, ladies and gentlemen. Can I come in now? Huh? Oi, I still haven't let you in. Oh my God, it's wrong. <gasps> Angela? I'll just go back in the waiting room then. You can't, there's no free will on Zoom, you know. You can't just decide when to come in and when not to. The person in charge of the tech decides that and that's my role now. Well, I'll have you know, there was free will when I was in charge. It was supposed to. Angela, just accept you have no power in this situation. No! Yeah, all this tech is harder than it looks, isn't it, love? Rob, get in here, get in here, Rob. No, Rob, you stay in that waiting room. Right, so as the listeners may be aware, Rob is the special guest. Um, and we'll be life coaching him today, basically tearing him down and building him back up. Angela? Yeah? What? You know Rob's been sacked. Well, now I'm a guest. <gasps> no, no, no. Uh, um, Suman, come on. I mean, he can be a guest and it's a perfect opportunity for you and the rest of us to give Rob some life coaching, which I'm sure we can all agree that he very much needs. Bit ash. Is that what I've got myself in for today? Rob, I think you can agree that you definitely need it. Exactly. Now is not the time to get on your high horse, Rob, okay? Yes, you're jobless, single. Oh. Don't remind me. So, Angela, let's get this started then. Um, Rob, look, I think that if I was live coaching you, I'd say, first and foremost, we need a complete revamping. I think we need to get Queer Eye for the straight guy in, and we're going to zhuzh you up and make you feel amazing. Oh my god, I would absolutely love that. Can we That'd please amazing, get the Fab Five in? You're not going to dress me up, are you? Oh no, we're just going to make it a little bit more, you know, the best you, Rob. Yeah, they're just going to give you, they're going to take your natural style and they're just going to enhance it a little bit take more. Take you from a two to a four. Or raise it a bit higher. Look, they're not, they're not miracle workers, okay? What are you guys talking about? Oh, you don't, have you not seen Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Um... No. Oh my God, Suman, oh, you've got Suman. to watch it. Honestly, you'd absolutely love it. These these five gay men. Okay, it's an American show, 
and basically they go to people who are really struggling mentally and they sort of life coach them into better people. There's a guy who helps them with their fashion, mm-hmm. someone helps them with their diet, how they view themselves, their family relationships, their work life. And they're yeah. absolutely amazing, these guys. And I have to say, some of them are quite fucking beautiful as well. They are so lovely. It makes me cry every time. Honestly, Suman, you will 100% cry. Well, haven't I cried enough in this show because of Rob? No, but tears of joy. Okay, well, rules are rules. I'm going to have to say it. Um, well, it's. Um, I'm pleased that you could join us, Rob, our special guest for today, who many of us know. Thank you. Who many of us know um, was um, once working on this podcast until he catfished me but yeah never mind it's an honor to have you here Rob my first question to you which I ask all of my guests who are you when no one's looking apart from being a catfish oh who am I who am I yeah Rob who are you who are you no who are you we're asking you who are you apart from a catfish oh stop it Sorry. Not a bloody catfish. Well, you were, but you're not anymore. But we've been over this umpteen times and several episodes. I'm sorry. Well, go on then. Tell us who you are. I'm here. For fuck's sake. Angela, of all the people you could have chosen, you really chose this little grubby. Well, it was the only person that was available today. Oh, Angela, he's not going to make an interesting guest. Look, he's not even answering the question. But, uh, excuse me. Well, tell us who you are. This episode's only supposed to be an hour long. Who the fuck are you, Rob? I don't know, okay? That's the honest truth. I don't bloody know. You do know. Close your eyes and take a deep breath, okay? And now tell us who you are. You are a wonderful, caring, kind individual. Wait, hang on a second. I thought it was meant to be about life coaching. Like, how are we going to improve him if you just say he's amazing and amazing? He's obviously not, otherwise, he wouldn't be in this situation. I just life coached him through that answer. She did. Make me feel much better. Okay, next question. No, he needs to say it himself. Now that you've coached him, he needs to get practicing. Right, Rob, who are you? It's very aggressive. I know. I quite like this version of Suman. Oh, don't. I missed the old one. Ah, uh, I'm. Someone, I try to be there for everybody. I'm kind, caring, considerate, and I, I don't like letting people down, do I, Suman? Well, if you don't like letting people down, then why do you let people down, Rob? Well, I try not to. I try to do my best. Tell us what influenced you, because I think you've gone to some dark places and there's been a shift within you. What causes that? Boo man, if you looked at his Pornhub history, you'd see exactly how that shift happened. Shut it. Stop it. Dwarves and the elves. Need I say more? You act me, you cheeky little bugger. Yes, I have. Right. I'm going to change my password and everything. He's a deviant little man. You know, when I first met you, Rob, in this podcast, I really respected you for your work ethics, for your creative input into this podcast. And you were so decent. And now look at you. What do you mean, look at me? Well, you've changed, Rob. You've changed so much, I don't recognise who you are anymore. And this podcast was all about being true to who you really are. I just don't understand what happened to you. Well, I've risen in fame, I think. 
um, I've got a reputation to live up to, and I just thought, oh, how can I please my fans? Oh my God, Robert jo David Jones. Have you been getting accosted in the street by the fans? Yeah, they won't leave me alone. And what fans? Uh, do pigeons count? Wow. Absolutely. Pigeons definitely count. They're not the greatest fans, though. And, well, actually, Rob, I think I've definitely killed one or two of your fans in that case. Angela? It sounds like you're a little bit depressed, Rob. Might be. You know what Rob reminds me of? You know when you have a child who's a good kid in school, then their parents get divorced and they go fucking off the rails? I've gone off rails. I think you've gone off quite off the rails, sir. And if I was your father, I'd be spanking you right now. Rob? You heard the story of Daisy? I did. I could relate a lot to that. So, what's your story? Tell us about your childhood. Well, my parents never had much time for me. And I always felt like I weren't worth anything. I was a disappointment to the family. I was that much of a disappointment. I shouldn't have even been born, according to my dad. Oh, I'm so sorry about that, Rob. I'm sure he must have had his reasons. Oh, Sue, man. You know, that weren't very nice. I'm sure he had his reasons. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, Rob. I, okay, this came across uh, not the way I intended. You're I... lucky that these things in your comments go over me head half the time. But that one, I heard that one. No, 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 Rob. This uh, Look, what I was trying to say is that you were very young at the time and you might not have known the full story. You don't know what your dad was going through at that point. You know, there's a um, there's this saying that where you stand in life determines what you see. So yes, his dad was probably standing, looking Rob in the face, and from that point of view, I imagine anyone would wish he was dead. I mean, to be honest, I think I was a sperm at that point. I've seen some of your baby pictures, you know, Rob, and you were so cute. You were like a little baby donkey, weren't you? You've really grown into those ears. Rob, do you think we could get your dad on here? Your father. Well, have a good luck trying to find him. You're looking at him, son. I'm right here, Rob. I'm your father. What? Oh, my God, Rob, I'm your stepmom. No. No, I'm not. I would never have slept with that hot mess that was your mother. Rob, what happened to your father? Oh, he's out of the picture now. Oh, my God, did you kill him? <gasps> no, not a murder. He just died in suspicious circumstances, that's all I'm guessing. Well, I don't know if he's dead. I just haven't seen him. Right, it could uh, be the old gone for cigarettes trick, yes. No, yes, yes. well, yeah, but I didn't kill him, honest. Okay. Now, Rob, my next question for you is Has this podcast helped you find your most authentic self? <laughs> I don't think so. He's out of a job, yes. And whose fault was that? <laughs> He's getting bullied every day. He's out of a job. The one girl he fancied literally hates him now and sacked him. I don't think this... I think, if anything, this podcast has made his life worse. No, I meant, has this podcast, as its content, what we talked about in this <laughs> podcast, our topic, has that helped you, Rob? Yes, in more ways than one. He's fucking lying. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Angela, mute yourself. <laughs> oh no, we're all going to get sucked. <laughs> Sue, man, look, I know that you want Rob to say it really helped him, but I think you have to look at the facts. While I'm sure this podcast has helped many people, I just think for Rob, 
he I mean he came into this podcast with a job and potentially with three new friends and he's left with a mortal enemy in me a girl who no longer sees him as a viable relationship option and Angela who seems to still like him for whatever reason okay okay let's look past all this Rob now using what we talked about in the episode of graphology and astrology the episode about women and identity that one will really help him <laughs> uh, yes has that helped you Rob right it's made me see another side to the world and because I don't get art much I don't see much of it so I see it through this podcast and being here with you guys has really helped me. I'm going to throw up. That's disgusting. Oh, it's been sincere there. I won't take it piss. Do you know what? If I was your stepmom, I would be so proud of you right now. Oh. But I'm not. I'm just your friend. But I'm still really proud of you. Oh, Angela. Jesus. I've still got some fears to overcome. I'm not quite there yet. Okay. So for the next phase of your life, Rob, if you had to overcome one fear. Yeah. What is that? You. Huh? Well, well, well. Who would have thought it? What? The beast in this play is Suman. Not me, the devil. But she is the one who has broken a poor dear soul like Rob. Uh, well, no. The only reason that happened, Dave, is because of you. If I hadn't met you, Dave, my life would be so much better. I'd have my job. I wouldn't have sent that message to Suman. We'd still be here as friends. And now look at me now. What, you're blaming me now for your licentious behaviour? All I did was give a little push in the right direction. Don't shift the blame on anyone else, Rob. Exactly. Look within yourself. Don't defend him. I'm not defending Dave. This is part of life coaching. I'm helping you realise that you have more power than you think. Dave doesn't control your mind. You do. The only thing he can do is obviously trigger you and influence you, but if you stay focused, if you stay positive, then he can't do anything, okay? Right. When you blame others for your failures, you're actually giving power and control to them. So, take back control. Now, that sounds like Brexit. Right now, what is that one obstacle in your path? that you think is stopping you from being the person you desire to be. What is that? I think it's just so ingrained throughout my life that I'm no good to anyone. Yes. Don't agree with that. No, I was just agreeing with the, with the feeling of that. You know, my father used to shout at me as well. You'll never be an angel. You're a fucking devil. You're, I wish you died and not Matthew. Things like that, you know. Who's just, Matthew? Just, uh, who's my brother? You know, he's in the Bible. You might have you might have heard of him. I'm not religious. Rob, when you say you're not good enough, what define good? What's your idea of success? Well, there, there is that. To be liked and to achieve my dreams, my ambitions in life. Because at the minute, I'm stuck. I ain't getting nowhere. Um, Rob, what are your ambitions in life? What would you like to do? Singing, music. All that. Oh, wow, that's a big ambition. Wait, hang on, Rob. <laughs> you sing. I thought this whole time you were a musician. I didn't know you were a singer. I think we have to hear you sing. I think we simply must. I am the music man. Oh, it's I a come classic. from down under and I can play. Wow. Well, 
Rob, I just want to say something right now. As part, of, as I am your life coach, I want to be brutally honest with you. I really don't think you should go down the path of singing. I think if you do, you'll probably become destitute, you know, and you'll be homeless, living on the streets, begging for money, because that was simply the worst thing I ever heard in my life. I know. I'll be honest. By my standards, that was terrible. I'm usually better on karaoke night down at pub. I think you need to stick to whatever else your other talents are, if you have any, but singing is not your route. Very good at tech, even though the podcast would suggest otherwise. He is also a very good musician. And to be a musician, you don't have to be a singer. No, you just have to be a, have a creative mind. Yeah. I mean, who do you think did the theme tune for this podcast? It was me. Was that actually you? Suman, is that true? Is that true? Uh, I would say look at the credits in the description and you'll find out who it really was. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Rob. Okay, let's talk about successes and failures. Let's redefine successes and failures. If you study the most successful people, you will find a common pattern. Can anyone guess what it is? Oh, having rich parents. Hard work and belief in Being yourself. a man. Being a man. It's definitely not being a man, Dave. The successful women? Nope. It's also not being a woman. Being um, uh, being comfortable in your own skin. Knowing yourself. Close. Go on. What is it? Most successful people have one pattern in common. They are extremely self-compassionate. Now you must be thinking, how is that a success trait? Well, the most frequent voice that we hear is of ourselves. So Rob, if you keep telling yourself that you're not good enough, then that will become the song of your life. And I don't want that. On a different tune. Exactly. So be kind to yourself. Doesn't matter what other people think. Don't get conflicted with all of that. If you are self-compassionate, you will make self-serving and authentic choices and you'll start to feel success internally. And that kind of success is the real success. Because it doesn't need to be validated or agreed by anybody else. Oh my God. Bloody hell. Never realised that. Changing my life around this instant. Go on, Rob. Get out there and seize the day, my love. I think we've life coached the fuck out of you. Would you recommend us to a friend? Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Rob. I'm glad. Which you... friend? John. Uh. Excuse me. What? This podcast will need fact-checking. Angela, make a note. Uh, yeah, okay, I've made a note. Look, his last name might not be Smith. I didn't say Smith, did I? I said John. <sighs> Can I, I just want to ask him straight. Look, Rob, you just be straight with us. Is John an imaginary friend? I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, that's imaginary. God, I mean, Rob, I really, honestly, I have to say, your life is more snivellingly pathetic than I ever even realised. And imaginary... It's not pathetic, it's tragic. What? Why do you feel the need to make up friends? You've made so many new friends at Book Club. You don't need to make up any more Johns. And why are they always called John? I guess I'm just a magnet for Johns. I re you're more creative than that, Rob. All right, well, maybe the next one will be called Bob. Right. Thank you for joining us, Rob. Now, just just be quiet. Um, I'm so sorry to all the listeners out there. This life coaching episode isn't as inspiring as 
I'd hoped. I'm I'm really sorry I did try, but due to the negative energy in this room. But... Yes, yes. Excuse me. So, Angela and Dave, what has been your biggest lesson from season? I'm I'm just going to skip Rob because I don't think he's learned anything. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? Honey, do you want to go first? Um. Yeah, I think for me, it's actually been... Um, just taking a little bit of time for yourself to actually reflect on maybe some of the things that you might be struggling with and being open-minded as well. So, you know, trying out things that perhaps you might have not been so willing to try before. Okay, like? Like looking at graphology or astrology. I learned a lot from those episodes and I'd never thought about that before. Yes, I will say I kind of agree with that. I thought that these things were sort of you know, pseudo-scientific female witchcraft, but actually they have some validity, I must say, and it was rather interesting. I also learned that I seem to be wildly attracted to middle-aged blonde women. Um, okay, thank you, Dave. Um, right, now... So what have you learned, Suman? Who are you when nobody's looking? Oh, who, me? Uh, but am I supposed to be answering that question? I mean, I think the I... audience needs to know. Yeah, you've asked me, how does it feel to be in the hot seat now? Um, well, oh, I, I didn't prepare this, but okay. Um, let me think. The difference between who I am when somebody is looking or when they're not looking has started to feel a lot thinner because I am more confident with who I am and I feel more confident to trust my own voice and my own instincts. And what it feels like is sometimes I feel like a very underdeveloped and a neglected side character in a movie um, who is compromised in every scene to fit around other characters and make the story work for them. So sometimes I feel like that. So you're like a little supporting. You're basically Rob. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far because that's just really below the bar. But I mean, sometimes... No, you, you're not a shit character. You're the protagonist. Sometimes I actually do feel like um, the protagonist in the story who is faced with all these dramatic uh, tension and twist and turns, but they kind of overcome everything and prove themselves um, time after time. And sometimes that's great, but sometimes you just think, when is, you know, when am, when am I going to find some stability in life? When will I be like, okay, this is me now and that's it. I'm not going to change anymore. I'm happy and I've learned everything that I needed to learn. But no, it just, you know, there's, uh, there's another season. <laughs> you don't like the changing. I don't mind change, but it can feel really exhausting if it's happening at such a fast pace. And then when sometimes I look back in life and I'm just thinking, wow, is that really me? I don't identify with all of these things that I used to before. That's life in a nutshell. Because we keep growing, changing and evolving. And we keep learning more sides to ourselves. Do you know what that's reminded me of, Rob? Abraham Maslow, he once said, the discovery of identity 
through pain at first can be ultimately exhilarating and strengthening. I mean, how true is that? And I cannot believe we spoke to the legend on this podcast. I've listened to that episode so many times. And especially on the days when I'm not feeling my best, I will just put the episode on and I'll just get inspired and I'll feel great. Um, and it's just like... I saw, I'm sorry, I thought I made that quite clear at the time. I don't think that was Maslow. What? It was Rob. <gasps> it was Rob catfishing you again. Oh, did you really think you were real? Yes, I did. And I told the press about it. I've got an interview on BBC tomorrow. Well, you're going to look like a crazy person. Oh, my God. Right. Nobody in this room tell anyone else that that wasn't Maslow because it's going to be so embarrassing for me. Rob, how dare you catfish me twice? Well, it serves you right for sacking me. <gasps> Rob? Well, it's too late now. It's already gone out there. It's been recorded. Can't do fuck all about it. Joff. Fucking hell, what happened to him? I just can't believe it. You happened to me. God, you're a lot to handle, Rob. I have to say, I'm very proud of my work. I've turned you from a, a scared little rat into this bellowing man I see before me. Oh, Dave. Everybody I work with, you corrupt them. Why does nobody listen to me? I said on that episode, it's not Maslow. Yeah, but it just sounded like Maslow. We don't know what he sounds like. We've never heard the man speak. Sue, man, you're telling me you thought you were communicating with a fucking ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Am I good at impressions? You're terrible, Rob. The Michael Caine's shit. Actually, the Michael Caine's quite good. Okay, the Michael Caine was pretty Shall good. Shall I get me Kermit hat? Yeah. Everybody, it's coming to frog here. You know what? Fair play. That was That was good. all right. That was, that was that quite was good. Decent. Yeah, 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 good, wasn't it? But y your Maslow was very questionable. Your Maslow wasn't from the right country. Yes. He wasn't born in the right year. It clearly wasn't Maslow. It's all right. It's been ages since I was at school. I can't remember what we were taught, where we were from and whatnot. I just did my best. I don't know what to say, Rob. You're disappointing every single time. Now you just sound like my mum. Oh, no, he's going to be scarred for life. Oh, he's scarred. Rob, you're not disappointing. You're a lovely person. You're just sometimes a little misguided. Well, another thing that my mum used to say was, don't let the bastards grind you down. You just called Angela and Sue Man bastards. <gasps> Rob! No, I didn't. I think you should apologise. Fucking hell, I think you should kick him out, Sue Man. Oh, my God, after everything I've done. Like what? Uh, trying to help you for the past hour. Angela, take him out right now. Right. Um. I'm not a dog. Fucking donkey. Donkey. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't tell you, Rob. We've got a donkey. You've named it Rob. After you. Oh, have you? Yes. That's oh, quite sweet, actually. Oh, yeah, it is the cutest donkey I have ever seen. You should come over and see him. Can I ride it? No. You can pick up his shit, though. Angela, why is he still here? Oh, sorry, I can't find the button. Will you just give me a minute? Rob, how do I kick you out? I think you press the button, you know, the big red one. Just that button? Okay, here goes. No, you can't get rid of me. Oh, my God. God, she's kicked herself out. What is happening? Now, when I was back on tech, that would never have happened, would it? You know what, Rob? Look after the tech and just keep it zipped, okay? I just want to end this damn long episode. Oh, I'd love to. I was waiting for you to ask. Right, 
We press some buttons and a note for the best. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate all your support and I'm so glad that you came on this journey with me. This has been the most incredible thing I've done in my life. And I really hope that this podcast was helpful in some way. And I do also want to tell you about season two. So in so season... going to be a second season. Why are you interrupting, Rob? Am I going to be in it? Give me one good reason why you should be hired in season two. One. I'll behave. Well, you had seven episodes to behave. What value are you going to add to the podcast, Rob? We're all about I'm the USP of this podcast. And how so? You will not believe how much I'm worth in Bitcoin. Rob, send her some cake in the post. That's a good idea. What's your favourite carrot? Oh, cake. Oh, I absolutely love every single flavour of cake. But my most favourite, actually, red vulva on the top, then caramel, then chocolate fudge, and then cheesecake, and then some orange topping. And what I like to do is I like to get a blender, and then I will mix everything together and then I will rebake it. And then once I've rebaked it, I will let it cool and then I will freeze it and then I will then defrost it. And then I will put some fresh cream on top and then I'll slice it in half. And then I will fill that up with some really yummy strawberry and vanilla buttercream. And oh my God, you guys I have to try this. Okay, now you don't ask for much, do you? That's just part of who I am. And I'm not shying away from that. It's a big part of my personality. Yeah, what, you know what, cake? Man, I like live to your mix... best life. <laughs> yeah, I like to mix things up. Wish you'd said that at the beginning. <laughs> okay, enough about cake. So I was telling you about season two. In season one, we've asked, who are you? when no one's looking and in season two we're asking who are there when you're not looking so it's all about aliens no people (laughs) other people ah i see i thought it was going to be like who are you when people are looking no it's who are there when you're not so observing and understanding other people yes now that we've understood ourselves we can learn about other people. 